All right, so Daftes in Meseches Tainus, another fantastic Daf. Um, and ahead of us, and we get going over here. I want to, um, we are up to Ashkechei Rabbi Yechanan Lianuka Deresh Lakish. That's where we got up to, but I would like to turn back to the bottom of Chesamad Beis quickly, to the very bottom line, four words from the end of the line on Chesamad Beis. 8b, let's just restart the sugi of Yomar of Yechanan. And Rabbi Yechanan says, My dechsev, what's pshat in the pasuk? Daf tesamad alev, aser ta aser. What's pshat in the pasuk, which means you shall surely tithe. Aser bishvil shetes asher. The Torah is giving us a promise, a haftacha. When you tithe, I will guarantee you financial success. Okay. Now, let's listen closely to the following incident. And it's important to, in this particular incident to know and understand the names and relationships. So here we go. Ashkechei Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan found Lianuka de Reish the young child of Reish Lakish. So Rabbi Yechanan Reish Lakish are brother-in-laws. Rabbi Yechanan was Makare of Reish Lakish. And Reish Lakish died. How did he die? Because after being Makar Vishlakish, they were Chavrusas, as we know, they were very familiar with that. And um, at one time, Rishlakish said something that Rabbi Echanan found to be disrespectful, and he gazed at him, and Rishlakish became very sick and ultimately died. And now Rabbi Echanan is seeing his nephew, the orphan, Rishlakish's son. That's the background. Now, Amarle, Rabbi Echanan says to his beloved nephew, Emali Psukech, oh, what are you learning a cheder? Doesn't have a father, right? So he says, "What are you learning a cheder?" No, tell me some of the terror you're learning. Amar le aser taaser. I'm learning the pasuk of aser taaser. You should surely tithe. Amar le umay aser taaser. Amar le. He asks, "What's pshat?" The kid asks Rabbi, "What's pshat?" So he says, "Aser b'shvul shetas asher." Okay, you should tithe so that you can get rich. He says, "Min noach." Where do you know this from? Amar le. Zil Nasi. I know it because it's proof in the pudding. Yeah? It's been tried, proven, tested. Omar Lay. Umishari Lanusai Kajbarhu. You let it test the Rabbinish Lalum when you give tzedakah, when you give Miser. Waksiv, Laitanasu as Hashem. You don't test the Rabbinish Lalum. He says, God, if you don't, if you don't like what I'm about to do, so hit me with a lightning bolt. See, I could be Michal Shabbos. Get out of here. Like what's Shaykhis? You know what I mean? You don't what do you test the Rabbanishlaimizu. You never let it test the Rabbanishlaim except for financial success due to Miser. Here you are permitted to test. Shanamaraz it says if you was called a Miser as best El bring all your Miser to the storehouse for Taref and there will be Taref. There will be a sustenance. There'll be food. In my base hamikdash, the chanuni no bezayis, and you can be chanuni. You can test me. Amar Hashem tzivaka so says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. My eftach lachem as a rubas hashmai marikaisi lachem bracha ad belidai. I guarantee. Do you want to test me on it? You can test me on it. I promise you. I promise you. You will have hatzlacha because of the tzedak. My ad belidai. Amar mi barcham amar av. Rami Barachama says in the name of Rab, you can have so much that you're going to be the Rabbanish Shalom enough. Yeah, enough. Adkan. Like, 
I can't handle anymore. It's going to be too much bracha. I'm going to lay. So the nephew said to Rabbi Echanan, um, if I would have learned that pasuk, Okay, the kid says, oh, if I would have gotten so far in the Chumash, so then I wouldn't have, uh, you know, it's so clear in the Psukim that myself as a young boy would have realized the message of the Pasuk. There's another time where Abiyachanan met his beloved nephew, the son of Reish Lakish, the Yosef Omar. His nephew was sitting and saying, Iveles Adam Tesalef Tarkoiv Al Hashem Yazef Liboy. That a fool uh, makes his ways crumb, twists his ways like a pretzel. V'al Hashem Yazef Liboy. And um, then you know what he does after we mess ourselves up and we become crumb? We blame it on the Rebbeinu All right. Yosef Rabbi Yechanan v'Kametani. So Rabbi Yechanan was sitting there and he was in a, in astonishment. Omar. Do you find something that is written in Nach that is not hinted to in the Taf, in the Taf? Okay? So, Omar Lay. So his nephew says to him, What's bothering you? You can't find anywhere in the Torah where this is hinted to, but it says, it says in Bereshis, coming up in our parshiyos in the Torah, what happened? Um, they uh, they found the money right inside um, inside the bag in order to to purchase the grain from Yosef. Look what the Baruch Hashem has done for us. Okay, so you see that people blame the Baruch Hashem for things that that happen. So Dal Ene, Rabbi Yechanan lifted his eyes, and he started to gaze at Reish Lakish's son. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. What was the background? What happened? <laughs> we know what happened to Reish Lakish when this whole, when this whole thing started. Asya Ime Afikte, and his boy's mother came and snatched him away. She said, uh, don't hang out with your uncle right now. Yeah? Amralei, Tommy Kameh, he let go away from Uncle Rabbi Yechanan. It doesn't happen to you what happened to your papa. says, Listen to this. Rain comes down as a schos. Even for one person. But parnasa comes from the rabbin. If you have one person who's like to rain, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will bring rain. However, when it comes to financial success in Klal Yisrael, as a whole, that you need the rabbin. A yachid could bring the rain, but okay. Mater b'shul yachid. I'll prove it. It says, "Yiftach Hashem l'cha." So it's araya toiv loses mater artzecha. So you see that the rain is coming down in a yachidik way, an individual uh, person's uh, land. Parnasa b'shul rabbin. D'chsev hineni mamtir lachem lachem. Behold, I'm going to bring down on you. Listen to this challenging question. There are three Parnasim Taibim, three leaders that we have that sustain Kaisal, Elohim, Maisha, Aaron, and Miriam. Maisha, Aaron, and Miriam. The Gilmatar's Taibim is in the the three gifts that were given through Maisha, Aaron, and Miriam. The well in the midbar, the Ananya covered in the midbar, and the Mun. The bear was in the merit of Miriam, Anun, Anun. Right? The Be'er was in the merit of Miriam. Miriam. 
waited by the water, waited by the river, right, for Maishu Rabbeinu. So she had this chus of, of uh, water. Sorry, I lost the place. Amadonim is chus Aaron. Mom is chus Maishu. Okay. Mesa Miriam Mistale Kaber. When Miriam died, the Be'er left. And after it says, there was no water. And then the water came back because we still had Moshe and Aaron. Mace Aaron, the stock went on a cover. Aaron died, the Nani covered left. The king of Arad heard that we lost our protection from the Nani covered and he came to fight with us. What did he hear? He heard that Aaron died, the stock went on a cover, the Nani covered have left. The chasav or nidlay rishos gochem yisrael. He said, "Oh, call you Hakadosh Baruch who removed his protection. The nani akavod are gone, <clears throat> and he took this as a right to go ahead and attack us." <laughs> it, it, I guess apparently it's not hard to come up with reason uh, to pick on Klal Yisrael. All they saw the Aaron had passed away. Now listen to this. Why do we only have a yomtiv for the nani akavod? Think about it. There was three matanas. Three matanas. We had the be'er, the well, b'schus Miriam. We had the man b'schus Moshe. Nani kavod b'schus Aaron. Sukkis is for the nani kavod, right? Represents nani kavod. Do we have a yomtiv that represents the be'er? Do we have a yomtiv that represents the man? No. We have three, three nisim that the Gemara is listing all together. Why do we only have the Yomtiv for the Nani Akavah. Interesting question. Ramayshu Feinstein asks this question. And he gives a he gives a intense answer. Zokter Ramayshu. He says, The man came because Klai Yisrael kvetched. We were scared. We said, oh, we started kvetching. The well as well. The well as well. Right? Also, we got, we, we got oh, what a good drink. Hakadosh Baruch Hu brought the well as Chos Miriam. The Anani Akavu, we never questioned about. We never questioned about this. And he says, Ramesha points out something that comes through questioning, even if the Rebbeinu gives it to us, there's always going to be in it a shtickle loss. Dahainu, he says, what what did we end up losing out because of the well? So once Miriam died, we questioned, okay, and then. We got the water back through Moshe hitting the rock, but Moshe ended up dying because of that. Right? The man we quetched, but before we, what happened with the man? The bigger tzaddik you were, the closer it fell to your doorstep. The further that was, you had to go do something. Everybody had to go out of their house and do something. Before the man fell, we had what we have. You didn't have to work a stitch. You didn't have to work at all. As the food stash was getting lower, we started getting scared. Oh, what's going to be? What's going to be with lunch next week? Right? So it came, so because broke us out, I'll give you money, but you're going to have to work a little bit for it. Before then, it was mamish taking care of. Danani covered. we never quetched. Oh, why is Danani covered this tall, not that tall? Why is it only here? Why, why, is, it the pit? why is it the fire at night and the cloud? By the way, you, you don't find Kalyasol messing with the bracha, that, that particular bracha that Kaddish Baruch gave, and therefore, it remained complete bracha. There was nothing bad that ever came about through it. This was mamish HaKadosh Baruch with his plan of of what the true protection should be, and that's why Zuck says Ramayisha, we have a yomtiv specifically for the Nani Akavan, and we don't have a yomtiv for the Mon and the Be'er. Fascinating. Amr Rabbi Abo. Rabbi Abo says, right? The message, by the way, is 
you live with the Rabbanu Shalom, you're taken care of. You're taken care of. Don't read the Pasuk Vayiru, Elavayeru. Rather, it's not that they saw, rather Vayeru, it came to them. It appeared to them. Kedidarish Reishlakish, like Reishlakish gave a Joshua, Dhamma Reishlakish. Ki, Mishamish Barbara, the is the word key, could be translated four different ways. It could be translated as E, if, Doma, maybe, Ella, rather, and Deha, and because. So over here, you, when it says, um, when you see Ki Gava Aran, right, by Yiru Kol Eida, everybody, it appeared to everybody, Ki Gava Aran, because Aran had passed away. We said after the well was lost from Miriam when Miriam died, and then I covered was lost when Aaron died. They both ultimately came back in the merit of Moshe, who outlived both of them. Mace Moshe and Estaku Kula. Once Moshe Beiru died, everything left. Shenamar v'achid eshloishes harayim b'yerach echad. Because Baruch removed the three leaders, the three shepherds in Yerach Echad altogether in one month. V'chibi Yerach Echad Mesu. Did they all die in the same month? No. We know they certainly died, right, different years. But did they all die? Did, is their yard site in the same month? No. Ma, uh, Miriam died in Nisan. And lost the place, I'm sorry, again. The Aaron Ba'av. Aaron passed away in Av. Umayisha Ba'adar. Umayisha passed away in Adar. Elam Alamed. Rather, what's the puzzle teaching me that we lost the three Rayan, the three shepherds in the same month? And we lost the three Gavaldika presents in the same month that came from there's Chosen, the Nestal Kukulam They all left in the month of Adar when Maishu Rabbeinu died. Alma Ashram Parnas Bishvil Yachid says the Gemara, okay. Now, remember, we started out by saying there were three Parnasim, three, you know, uh, uh, leaders, suppliers for Klal Yisrael, Aaron, Maisha, and Miriam. Okay? Now, we ended off by saying, even after Miriam died and Aaron died, who was left? Maisha Rabbeinu, and he still had all three. So the Gemara says, you see that Parnasa comes to all of Klal Yisrael, Bishvil Yachid, in the merit of just Maisha Rabbeinu. All of Klal Yisrael had water, all of Klal Yisrael had man, all of Klal Yisrael had that was protected by the Anani Yaakovid for one person. And just beforehand, Rabbi Yechidim told us that rain comes for a Yaakov, but not Parnasa. Make up your mind. And for the Gemara, beautiful, beautiful tarets. Shiny Maisha. Kivan to the Rabbim Hubai, Kirabim Dami. If Klal Yisrael needs you and you work for Klal Yisrael, you are Klal Yisrael. They would come learn Torah in front of Rava. When Rava was Nifter, they came in front of Rav Papa to learn Torah. And whenever Rav Papa would teach, he'd teach, uh, he'd get, you know, and cheer. And they didn't understand it. They would give a little uh, hint to each other. Yeah, like a little uh, wink, a little bit of a, you know, a, a, a little bit of a look. Like, what's the Rebbe talking about? Cholash daite. And Rapapa felt bad about this. Like most of us would. If you're talking and people while you're talking are giving looks like, what's this guy talking about, right? Because Rapapa felt bad. 
Testament base. A crew of a chalmei. And it, Rashi explains, in a dream, a posuk was read to him. Which posuk? I removed the three shepherds. May you leave in peace. He wanted to make sure that nothing bad happened to them. In other words, the chalayim told him, the dream told him, that because they made you feel bad, they're going to be punished. And they're going to be lost the same way the other three shepherds, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam, were lost together. These three chachamim who came from Torah, you're also going to lose their lives. But Papa didn't want that to happen. So he gave them a bracha. Gave them a bracha. They should go in peace. Rav Shimi Barashi, Yavish Rashi would come to Shir in front of Rav Papa. All right. Have a tuva. And he asked a lot of questions. A lot of kashas. Yubachad one day chazud and afalafe. He saw Rav Papa saying tachadam. Okay? Shamei Da'amar, and he heard Rav Papa while he was saying Tachanon, saying, Rachmana Litzlam Mikisufa Deshimi. Hagadosh Baruch, why I need help? Shimi is asking me all these questions. Yeah, it's like non-stop. Okay? Kibala Leishtikusa Vesu Leyakshira. He was makabal on himself to stop asking these questions. What a powerful idea where there's as much as it's so important for a yid to keep asking and asking and trying to understand. There's also a time to not ask. There's a time to ask and there's a time to not ask. Right? Not the time. When do we not ask? So one time this is not in the Gemara over here. One time to not ask is we have to realize there's a limit to the human mind. We're not going to understand everything in the Torah. We're not going to stand all the ways of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We're not going to fully understand shatness. You can come up with various reasons, but ultimately the depths of something, we have to realize we have limitations. We have limitations in fully understanding. Secondly, even when we, even because we're interested in asking for information, if it's coming at the expense of somebody else's dignity, stop asking questions. What do you have to ask questions for? And by the way, this applies not only to a shir. This applies to somebody else's life. Yeah, you walk over to somebody and you just... You mean well, but you say the wrong thing, right? It could, uh, when it comes to uh, anything that is, that's in the life cycle, people say the wrong thing. There's a, no, how old was he? How old was she? How'd they die? Right? People sit down at a, at a shiva home. Like, what shaykh is? Seriously? That's what you need to talk about? Is, is that an appropriate? What, what's the difference? Am I not like, that, that You could ask questions, but like, you have to know the time and place. You don't just sit down and try to introduce these conversations for your own curiosity when, when it's, it's an inappropriate time. Okay. And also Reish Lakish thought. Rain comes down in the schos of a yachid. Reish Lakish says, How do you know that rain comes down on behalf of the schos of a yachid, individual? You should ask for the Shalom when the rains are incoming, and Hashem will give rain for each person. You hear? Le'ish. For each individual person. I would think that Kodesh Baruch only sends rain when everybody wants the rain. 
Maybe it means that it's going to come to all of his fields. It could come to a particular field. Okay? Like this that happened to Daniel Barkatina. He had a garden. And every day he'd go check out his, his garden. This row in my garden needs water. This row does not need water. And rain would come in his chuz on the particular rows that, uh, that needed water. To translate this to our personal lives, we have to realize sometimes people have multiple sources of income. Right? There's various ways that people, that people have parnasa. Uh, sometimes you have a check that comes from here, a check that comes from there. And the Gemara here is pointing out to us that it's, it's kidai, it's worthwhile to notice. Instead of just saying, oh, I need more parnasa, you know, and, and just overall. But it's kidai to be specific and to daven. Oh, you know, I, I, perhaps there's, there's enough hatzlacha in this. You know, in this, you know, in this uh, particular endeavor that I'm involved in, I need more atzlachadah. specifically for that. Maybe the Rebbeinu Shlomo could bring rain and bring uh, bring bracha to that particular um, investment or that particular um, you know industry or involved whatever we're we're trying to get bracha in. What does that mean? For each tzaddik, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives him his own individual cloud to take care of him. My chazizim. What does the word chazizim mean? Now we know it's referring to chazizim. We translate it as clouds. But we want to know what type of cloud. And for the Gemara, Amrav Yehuda, parchais. Parchais, the perech, is to fly away. Yeah, Clouds that are on the move. Amrav Yechanan, Simen Amatar, parchais. Clouds that are moving along swiftly. Is a sign of rain clouds. My parchais, Amar Papa, Eva Klisha, Tusi, Eva Semichta. These are lower clouds that are thinner than the upper, thicker, chunkier clouds. Okay. So the lower ones are considered flying because they move. They move a little faster than the higher thunderous clouds that are higher up. Amar Buda Buda says, Nihila Mekame Mitra Asi Mitra. When you have a, we'll call it a drizzle, okay? When you have a drizzle that uh, comes before the rain, that is a symbol of a full-fledged rain as opposed to a um, short downpour. Basar mitra, pasik mitra. But if it starts to drizzle after a downpour, so that's a sign that the rain is about to stop. Mekami mitra, asi mitra, visimonach, later remember this is Meholta. So remember like a sieve that f- what happens is when you put uh, flour that hasn't yet been sifted through a sieve, so first the smallest, gentlest flour will fall through, and then eventually as you keep going, the heavier ones come. The Masar Mitra, Pasik Mitra. And if it comes after the rains, we know that it's about to stop when the drizzle's following the storm. Bisimanach, Charya Rei. This is... Uh, this is um, excrement from a aze from a goat. The, apparently, the way that a goat goes to the bathroom is that first it has a lot of excrement come out, and then 
has lesser excrement come out, and that is what's symbolic of a rain where you have an initial downpour and then and then a lighter. Ula ki akul the Ula when he came up, uh, when he came to Bavel, Chaza Parchas. He saw these pareach, these low flying clouds. Amar lehu panu money. He said to everybody um, that uh, you know make sure that. That uh, all my stuff is brought inside. The hashta asimitra is going to rain. The soifli asimitra didn't rain. Omar he said, the same way you can't trust the people in Babel, you can't trust their clouds either. Okay, and how poignant of a message to take with us that the whole world is, follows in the ways of human action. We find that by the Mabel and Nayach, right? I don't think he's just quipping. I think he's he's saying an important limud over here. It's an important statement that the you know when the world's out of order, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's perfect world seems to be out of order with storms and hurricanes and earthquakes and chveis, whatever it is. We need to be mafashvesh mamaisa. We have to say, hey, is my is my personal life out of order? The same way the people of bubble liars, so do their clouds. <laughs> the clouds are liars, eh? Ula came to Babel. He saw that an entire basket of dates was one zuz. Omar, and he said, He says, uh, you know, it's amazing. He says, a, uh, um, a basket of honey is one zuz, right? Honey referring to the dates. Um, and they're not learning Tyra. Yeah? He says, uh, I don't understand. Food is so cheap. That means there's so much food here. Why aren't people learning more Tyra? Like when you have access to what you need, isn't that a responsibility to involve yourself in, in more Tyra? And that night, because he ate so many dates, he had a stomach issue. Omar now I'm surprised they could, they could even learn. When you have so much, and people eat and they fret, eh? you know what that does? It calls, you, it calls you health problems. And therefore, I'm surprised that uh, they're able to learn at all. Yeah, two, you hit us. The, two, two flip sides of the same situation, and all it takes is... Uh, something happened in my personal life and my whole perspective changes. How often do we judge others? And we come to a decision and we're so confident that we're right in our rebuke or in our, in our view of this person or this group. And then something happens in our own personal life. Chas v'sholem. person gets ill uh, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, these people, you, you think about a wonderful organization. Somebody... You know, could talk uh, badly. Oh, I don't like how you know how Hatzalah's run, so to speak. Not to pick on Hatzalah, right? I don't like how Hatzalah's run. And the politics, and this and that. And then over one day you need Hatzalah. Like, oh, best organization ever. Right? Oh, my religion. Kacha. Yeah, sometimes they're bunch of messages, send them message, like, take a chill. You know, <laughs> relax. There's, there's goodness that's going on in Kal Yisrael, and it's our achrayas to notice it. Tani, we learned to the Bryce, so... Says, the entire world gets water from the ocean. Okay? 
Listen to this. Eid Yalmanars, the cloud or the, the, the water, the, the mist, comes up from the earth. The Hishka is called Pe'adam. And water is the entire earth. I, but ocean waters are salty. They have melach. You know what happens? The clouds filter out the water. It's explaining how, how, the, how the beautiful symmetry of the Ebrister's world works. He says, the rainwater that we have comes from the oceans. What happens? The sun vaporizes the water. The water goes up to the clouds. The clouds now take the water, filter out the salt, and send down purified water as rain. Rabbi Shuai Merbuda says, He says, the entire world drinks from, meaning receives rain from the upper waters. Epicus Baruch who separated the higher waters and the lower waters during Barajas, the upper waters that bring us rain. From the rain of Shamayim, that's the water that we drink. So one second, we have a contradiction. Yeah. First, we said in the name of Rebbe Yezer, where does it come from? Rainwater, the ocean. Now, Rebbe Shul proves rainwater comes from the upper heavens. How does it work? It says, Rebbe Shul, I'll explain to you what it means. What it means is, here's what happens the clouds get stronger and stronger, and they go all the way up to the Rakia. And then they open up like a canteen. And they take in the main matar. They're going to uh, pour the rain into the aid into the cloud. Okay, so you see from here, what is he explaining? The water actually comes from the upper waters, but the clouds are made from down here. And the clouds. Have menukavim. They have holes like a kibra, like a seed. And they, they uh, now the the rainwater comes down through the sieve of the clouds, and it spreads it around the world. A sieve of water is the clouds in the heaven. And the sieve of the clouds just has a small, small, smallest area, like a hair that separates these drops. This comes to teach you an important message. It says the Gaddish Baruch Hu does political things, big things. We cannot fathom it. He puts rain on top of the entire land. And then it says... Don't you know? Haven't you heard? Beautiful. Yeah, the, the beauty and the, the perfection of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of this world. What does it mean that it says Hashem waters mountains from that which is above? What does it mean Hashem takes, how do you water mountains from that which is above? What does that mean? explains The water comes from Hakadosh Baruch meaning it comes from Shemayim. It's not that it's coming from the oceans. It came from Shemayim. Keman, Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yezer said it came from the oceans. Rabbi Yeshua said it comes from heaven. So according to Rabbi Yechonah's Joshua, Mashka Harim, Me Ali meaning 
from that which is mimal, that which is above, is a proof that Rabbi Yechon is following Rabbi Yeshua's opinion. For Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Yezer holds the water comes from the oceans. What's he going to do with this pasuk of Hashem watering the mountains from the upper waters? He's going to say, no, even to Salki he says, no, once the ocean waters go up to heaven, it's called heaven waters. Doesn't, in other words, the fact that it's called heaven waters doesn't mean it started from heaven. It just means it was in the heavens, but very well may have started from the oceans. If you don't explain it like that, when it says that there's going to be dirt, right, and earth from Shemayim, really? There's earth and dirt in Shemayim? It doesn't make any sense. No. Ella, what Pshat is, once the wind slept the earth and dirt up higher, it's called heavenly. So too over here by the water. Once the waters went up to Shemayim in the clouds through the oceans, it's called beautiful. It's such a beautiful message, by the way. Such a beautiful idea. Sometimes we feel ourselves not to be with Heliga people, with higher people, you know? And according to Rabbi Yezra's pshat, he says, listen, don't worry about it. Your goal is not to start out with the Heliga people. We might be the dirt. We might be the soil. We might be the waters in the ocean that are down here and just being pushed around by everything. But what happens is we can raise ourselves up to Shavayim. And once, you, once a Yid raises himself up, now we're Shavayim Nikas. You know what I mean? We're... We're Shemayim people. Same as if we started there. It's not, uh, it's not like uh, you need to be Israeli to, to be in Eretz Yisrael. You have to be born in Eretz No, you can live in America and become a, become a, a chilek of kimitziyah in Tetzay Right? You go, you involve yourself and so on and so forth. It doesn't matter where you start. What matters is where you end up. We can end up mamish, the holiest of the holy. We start out the holiest of the holy. That's true too. Right? But through our, through our efforts, to become the ultimate independence with our struggle and raise ourselves in that way, that doesn't matter where a person's been. What matters is that we raise ourselves up to that level. Come on, who's following the follow, who does it follow like the following opinion of Rabbi Hanina? Who says, the kainis kaneid meayam, because Baruch gathers together the waters of the ocean, and he puts um, storehouses in the deep waters. Who causes the Aitzares, the storehouses, to be filled to Haimais? It's the deep waters. Meaning, what brings bracha to the growth to produce? It's the waters of the oceans. So who's that like? Who holds that the ocean waters is what brings grain and produce? That is Karebi Eliezer. That is the opinion of Rebbe Eliezer. What's Rebbe Shua going to do with this Pasuk? Rebbe Shua. What's Rebbe Shua going to say? And for the Gemara. No, all that was referring to is the time of the time of creation. Okay, that once the Baruch Hu separated the higher waters, the low, lower waters, and he made the oceans. So that's called the the um, what the storehouses of water. Each ocean is called a storehouse of water, and the produce are the things that were now revealed in between those oceans. But Rabbi Shu is going to say it's not referring to the rains coming down on produce the way that we the, the way that we view it you know up until now where oh we, we have our land and the rains coming down he says no it's a matter of separation of oceans which revealed the land which can now grow 
grain and produce. We're up to Toner Abonon in the very top line of Dafyur. Bezajem, we will pick up from here tomorrow evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.